back to Yes X or No Audio. This little series uses the concept of week in review on a much higher frequency, sort of day in review, to examine the current conflict between the Palestinian people and the State of Israel. I'll collect the anti-war headlines and some other commentary from the wider community. What I'll attempt to do is take some of the key ideas that I see being expressed and synthesize them into some extended thinking. The first of the three that I wish to bring forth was put forward by Caitlin Johnston, and I considered it significantly insightful that I stuck it in as a subheading in the last week in review for week 41 and gave it the, the headline, Insight. And there's no better way to summarise it than uh, her final two paragraphs. Because she's a good writer, she puts the point <laughs> succinctly at the end, and it goes like this. To be a hypocrite is no great evil in and of itself. We're all a bit hypocritical in some ways. What absolutely is a great evil is inflicting violence and destruction throughout the world in order to pursue planetary hegemony while lying about your reasons for doing so. That's why we highlight the contradictions, not to show that the Empire and its supporters are hypocrites, but to show the far greater evils hidden behind those contradictions. The next idea that's rolled out is by Alex Christoforo, and he asks the question, well, if the IDF is all ready, why aren't they going in and launching their attack into Gaza? And the reason that's being rolled out is the weather. And that's obviously rubbish. And so the question becomes, what is it? And the first possibility is that the pressure from Russia and China, their diplomatic efforts are causing some trouble. There's also the not-so-veiled threat by Iran, i.e. to unleash Hezbollah to Israel's north. There is one more, which I think is far more to the point. And that's revealed by the change in rhetoric. So early on, the US is calling for calm, and there are media reports that they are trying to prevent this current conflict from spreading more widely in the Middle East. This then is changed. We learn about this, that essentially the uh, State Department is instructing its staff, diplomats, to not use the terms like, you know, um, uh, prevent, you know, no escalation and, and so forth. They're quite happy to escalate is what's happening. And this goes in line with the fact that they've now, uh, they being the US executive, have instructed a second <laughs> aircraft carrier uh, strike group or whatever the hell they call, you know, their shining cities on the hill, assembling in the eastern Mediterranean. So what's actually happening is a concentration of military force and that is a potential trigger. Not because it's a threat, but because it may be attacked and then it becomes a threat. This is the thing. So this combines with the third idea, which comes from the discussion between Max Blumenthal and Aaron Maté from the Grey Zone. They revisit the emotional manipulation that was delivered to the US population by the daughter of the then Kuwaiti ambassador to the US back in 1990 or 1991. And that classic line of, you know, the uh, the Iraqis were throwing the babies out of the incubators onto the cold, hard floor, which we now know to have been written by a US PR firm. 
what was it, Norton and Hill or something, I can't remember. Anyway, listen, if you listen to them, they, they know. Uh, so that's a, a piece of emotional manipulation uh, to, to goad the US population into supporting a war. And there are, of course, the other way to do this is with false flag attacks. So essentially the emotional manipulation is a form of false flag attack on the emotions. And physical ones, look, it's an important part of historical learning is to go back and look at how many of these false flags there are in history from, you know, the sinking of the Lusitania for World War One, and the, um, you know, remember the main, the sinking of the main in, of Cuba and, and the Gulf of Tonkin event and the Nazis, you know, staging the thing in the Polish radio state. It's just on and on and on. Look through history, learn about these things. So what happens when you put two Air Force carrier groups in the eastern Mediterranean, which is not that big a space for Air Force aircraft carrier task groups, right? It's quite easy for mistakes to happen. And, of course, if damage is done to these, you know, shining cities on the hill, then that will go the U.S. population into into a war. So this is it's it's a setup to run a false flag. That's the danger that that I see, and I think that is being hinted at by both um, uh, Marte Blumenthal and, to a degree, by Christophe So th- these are the sorts of areas, like taking the ideas that are being that are being put forward. I'm going to try and synthesise them into some. You know, interesting analysis. Anyway, that's the concept for this little micro series. I hope you enjoy it. Until next time. Mm-hmm.